we are blessed with a motor vehicle license fee as a uh, financial structure to help uh, support and provide funding directly for economic development. Back in 1984, we uh, saw that opportunity. Uh, we added a 3% license fee to short-term rentals, thinking it would drive about $500,000 to $700,000 a year, and it's uh, blossomed into about a $1.8 million per year source of revenue for us. Welcome to Economic Development Secrets, where we interview economic developers from across the country. From rural areas to metros, from small ED shops to large regional organizations, we'll hear first-hand accounts from economic developers in the trenches. From what works to what doesn't work, how to build local support, and how to get creative in order to push deals across the finish line. You'll hear everyone's economic development secrets. Hello, and thank you for listening to Economic Development Secrets. This month, we chatted with Dan Tabergti, President and CEO of Northern Kentucky Triad, which was one of the first regional economic development organizations in Kentucky when it was established nearly 30 years ago. Today, you'll hear about NKY Boost, which is their business retention and expansion program that has been recognized by IEDC with a gold award. Dan also shared several other practices that his organization has found works for them, and he will walk us through an exciting project win. Let's jump right into Dan's economic development secrets. Good morning, Dan. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today to discuss your economic development secrets. Good morning. Could you start by telling the audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Dan Tabarte. I'm the president and CEO of what's called Northern Kentucky Triad. We are an economic development entity in the Cincinnati region. Uh, we represent Boone, Kenton, and Campbell counties, just right across the river and part of the Cincinnati metro area. And uh, I've been involved in uh, economic development over, uh, over 30 years. Uh, with experience in both Ohio uh, and in Northern Kentucky. How long have you been in Northern Kentucky? I'm a native of Northern Kentucky. I went away to school and then uh, to Eastern Kentucky University. I came back, uh, finished up uh, after getting a master's degree in public administration, and then uh, secured a law degree from Northern Kentucky University and uh, have been pleased to be able to uh, find good employee here in Northern Kentucky, which is uh, working for our community. I've been involved in the uh, city of Covington as well as uh, here at uh, Northern Kentucky Triad. I came to Triad in 1990 and uh, progressed through the ranks, if you will, to, uh, to, to become president and CEO back in 2005. What did you, what other roles have you held within the organization? Um, certainly been involved in uh, industrial development activities as a uh, vice president and uh, also in business retention and expansion and uh, most recently have helped uh, foster and bring on another uh, uh, another facet for economic development and as uh, entrepreneurship uh, and we uh, now in, and have those three items both attraction or all three attraction we have uh, business retention and expansion, and we also have uh, entrepreneurship support as the uh, three legs of our stool that we, uh, that we provide here at Triad. Okay, neat. Can you tell us a little bit about your community? 
Sure. We're, uh, we're part of the 2.1 million population metro area. Uh, we have uh, roughly 380,000 in northern Kentucky. Uh, we're viewed as uh, the, uh, the, the top part of the state, if you will, uh, from, uh, from a geographic perspective. Uh, we call ourselves Northern Kentucky because uh, you won't find that on any maps except the ones that we produce because it's uh, more of a, uh, a locally designated region uh, that we like to use uh, to encompass uh, our three counties. There's uh, a great uh, symbiotic relationship with the city of Cincinnati and its uh, environs. Uh, this is a great uh, metro area to be in. Uh, KPMG does us a nice favor by uh, assessing all of the business costs uh, from a taxes, utility, workforce, uh, all the elements that go into what a business uh, realizes for cost and we come out as the uh, most favorable in the entire country uh, for the last two or three years that uh, KPMG has done their uh, competitive analysis for us. So it's, uh, it shows that we've got uh, a great location within the center of the country um, you can easily reach uh, our area in a day's drive uh, and, and further and going out up to 600 miles uh, you can get up almost two-thirds of the population. It's a, uh, a superb location by which uh, manufacturers can uh, produce products and uh, supply uh, automotive plants for example throughout the uh, Midwest and uh, all the way up north to Michigan and all the way down south uh, Alabama and whatnot. So, We've, uh, we're, we're blessed with a great location. We've got abundant resources uh, from a water standpoint with the Ohio River and the aquifers that are here. Uh, we've got low-cost energy and we have a, a workforce with a, a very uh, solid attitude and a, and a good work ethic. Great. What are some of the largest employers that you have in your area? Uh, we're known with uh, financial services are very strong here uh, from uh, Fidelity Investments has a, a campus that has uh, right at 4,000 employees. Uh, the first campus that located outside of New England for uh, Fidelity to provide a lot of 401k servicing. Uh, we also have City as a uh, customer uh, service center here uh, providing about 3,000 employees. And uh, beyond that, we're, uh, we're very strong in advanced manufacturing. Uh, ZF uh, is now sold to Bosch. Bosch has an automotive steering system uh, operation here that's very strong. Mazak and machine tools. Uh, we have uh, a Safran facility that does uh, aerospace braking. Uh, we, we've got a good eclectic source of uh, industries. Uh, the distribution sector is very strong. We have four Amazon facilities here. We have an eBay, a Wayfair, uh, FedEx is here. One of our uh, most standing ass assets uh, has to do with DHL. DHL is located at the uh, Cincinnati Northern Kentucky International Airport. It has uh, one of three global super hubs uh, across the world. Uh, with Leipzig and uh, Hong Kong and then uh, then you have Cincinnati uh, at the airport here located in Kentucky and uh, we have a, a, a great uh, rapport again with uh, DHL. Neat, very neat. Um, could you tell us a little bit about your organization, Northern Kentucky Triad? Sure, we're the first regional entity in the state of Kentucky 
to, to do just that, to perform economic development services on a regional basis. We provide them for all three counties back uh, beginning in 1987 and uh, largely attraction at first and then morphed into uh, BR&E and then came into entrepreneurship as I said. We, uh, we have a 17 member board of directors We're led by what are called judge executives in Northern Kentucky. They're the uh, highest elected official at our county level. They have a, a complement of uh, private sector appointees to our board. And uh, one of our distinguishing traits that we've got that works very well is that we don't have to rely upon uh, uh, investment as much as maybe other economic development organizations from the private sector as, uh, as we do because we are blessed with a motor vehicle license fee as a uh, financial structure to help uh, support and provide funding directly for economic development. Back in 1984, we uh, saw that opportunity. Uh, we added a 3% license fee to short-term rentals, thinking it would drive about $500 to $700,000 a year, and it's uh, blossomed into about a $1.8 million uh, per year source of revenue for us. Uh, we still have a private uh, campaign that we team up with our visioning entity called Skyward, uh, but then we also get a little grant source uh, uh, from the state of Kentucky for innovation uh, and entrepreneurship, and uh, that makes up our uh, $2.1 million budget. Oh, how neat. That's very different. Very unique. That is. It uh, works out very well. It's uh, pretty much uh, absorbed by those that visit the area and come here to do business, and uh, it, it uh, turns out to be a very... Uh, very attractive way by which we can uh, fund our economic development uh, resources. Yeah, very neat. Can you tell us a little bit about some things that have worked for your organization? We're going to talk you know, some things that have worked, some things that haven't worked. And so more specifically, to start with, things that you have done that really just works for your organization. Um, what we've done uh, particularly is take care of uh, who is already here. Uh, the, the, the growth in the 90s was uh, a lot of attraction work and uh, we had many more uh, deals that were happening that were coming in from outside the region to here. We've been able to uh, focus on keeping those companies uh, growing and thriving and so our focus on business retention and expansion uh, has uh, formed what we call the Northern or the NKY Boost Program. Boost is a program that uh, goes out with uh, our local jurisdictions, our cities and our counties, and uh, we go and make uh, concentrated calls and visits uh, and follow up. Uh, we employ a customized uh, uh, sales force uh, template that helps us keep track of those uh, uh, visits and calls and, uh, and the actions that we take thereafter. We were blessed with the uh, recognition by IEDC uh, with the gold award last year. Uh, we received an anchorage to, <clears throat> to basically uh, recognize the efforts that we have under NKY Boost. Uh, so that helps, uh, that helps uh, keeps, keeps our uh, finger on the pulse of what's happening with our uh, primary industries. Uh, like most economic development entities, we only focus on primary industries, which uh, are uh, a small amount of the total industries and businesses that are here, but a very, very important uh, part of what we do. 
So uh, our efforts there have led to um, also understand that there's, uh, like a lot of areas, uh, a, a skilled worker shortage uh, in the manufacturing arena. So we're certainly uh, looking to address that through what we call the Advanced Manufacturing Workforce Development Cooperative, or Coalition, I'm sorry. The, uh, this effort is uh, teaming up with industry, teaming up with all the service providers to uh, focus in strictly on advanced manufacturing to try to uh, enhance the pipeline by which they can uh, satisfy their needs for uh, retirement uh, of a lot of uh, knowledge that goes out the door when companies uh, have individuals retire. And uh, we're, uh, we're seeing results from that, uh, where industry is uh, uh, re receptive of our, uh, of our efforts. So uh, we want to grow that talent pipeline as best we can for a very key sector of our economy, which is advanced manufacturing. Very neat. And congratulations on that recognition for IDC. That's major. Yep, that's good. Uh, it's good that we, uh, we've got that. We're, we're glad to be recognized for it. Yeah. Are there any specific things that you've tried that haven't necessarily worked for you as an organization or that you found aren't as effective as maybe once were? Well, um, some things that we'd like to uh, improve upon would be our marketing efforts. And uh, we're always being uh, cognizant of uh, ways to uh, get that uh, unknown entity, such as Northern Kentucky, uh, out there before uh, site selection decision makers before uh, corporate real estate execs, uh, before companies themselves, and you know, how do you find the ways to do that? Uh, and you know, with uh, with the small budget uh, that we've got allocated uh, towards that, uh, it's you know, it's about ten percent of our budget goes to, to marketing, um, and so we're we're very uh, cognizant of being judicious about how we. Uh, spend those funds. Uh, you, know, you can't just you know, do a lot of print ads. Uh, we, we've tried some of that in the past. That really doesn't work too well. Uh, doing some direct mail doesn't really work. Uh, what we found is that uh, getting out and, uh, and doing a lot of face-to-face -face relationship building with uh, consultants, with uh, corporate real estate brokers, uh, getting your your uh, the, the strengths of your organization known by the people that you keep here, uh, I think that helps certainly uh, engender a lot of confidence by site selection decision makers that uh, you're going to be treated well, you're going to be treated fairly quickly and accurately when uh, you bring a prospect uh, to us to consider. Right. Okay, very neat. How interesting, though, that you found that the print ads aren't working anymore. Things are becoming so digital so quickly. Oh, very much so. Yeah, and yeah, it's uh, if if uh, companies are or if uh, economic development organizations are doing that, we sometimes think they're doing it just to show their board members that they're out trying to do something. But uh, we we think that uh, there's uh, there are better there are better ways to go about marketing yourself. Can we talk about a project that I believe you've had one that you've recently won? And uh, just maybe talk about the whole process from beginning, from when they you first heard about them to then going through the process to eventually getting them to commit to moving to your area. Yeah, we've got a we've got a number of projects that we could pick from, but uh, th this one is uh, is good because it's uh, very relevant, very pro proximate, and uh, just happened, uh, which is uh, what's called CTI which is uh, an acronym for Clinical Trial Services, Clinical Trial and Consulting Services. 
CTI is a 17-year-old company based uh, in the Cincinnati region and through a consultant relationship that we had, we were approached directly to help lead the effort to present uh, Northern Kentucky and Kentucky's uh, best foot forward, if you will, by uh, showing them all the attributes of the region from a talent perspective to a uh, capital projects that are happening to um, uh, incentives. Uh, uh, we were able to uh, go through a 10-month process by which we uh, brought in uh, state, city, county, uh, local, uh, other local development organizations, um, uh, the developer themselves uh, of the property, and be able to convince them to uh, choose Northern Kentucky uh, as a 125,000 square foot office headquarters for a global company that does uh, clinical trial work uh, all across the world. Uh, to be based out of here, uh, out of Covington, Kentucky. And uh, we'll have upwards of 500 uh, new jobs associated with the 200 jobs are going to be relocating uh, directly into the facility. And uh, starting here all in November of 2016 uh, to get started on that project. So uh, we, we needed to come up with a, uh, an answer to a dilemma that we had is that they, within the space they needed to train their employees on a weekly basis. Uh, every week they have an all-hands-on-deck meeting and that needed video conferencing capabilities and so we came up with a, a solution at our uh, adjacent uh, convention center to modify about a 5,000 square foot space in there into a college style auditorium with uh, video conferencing capabilities and that's going to help uh, provide that uh, training facility for not only them but then for others uh, in the life sciences industry. How neat, that's great. CTI is a great project. Uh, it's important to know that Ready Cincinnati, which is our uh, overall regional economic development organization, uh, was involved in this one, and uh, we particularly responded to the uh, request by that company. We don't market into the Cincinnati region on a regular basis. That's something that uh, we respond to inquiries. We don't go uh, marketing into uh, Cincinnati, and that's exactly what this company did through their representative uh, to, uh, to explore all the opportunities in, uh, in Northern Kentucky. Okay, neat. Uh, what are the different outlets where you typically get leads from? We'll get leads that'll come in from um, uh, a lot of those direct relationships we have with site selection consultants. Uh, we'll also get them from um, the state of Kentucky through uh, the Kentucky Cabinet for Economic Development. There's also a uh, unified effort of economic development entities throughout the state uh, with the state. Uh, called Kentucky United, where we'll do uh, marketing efforts in uh, major metro areas and, and trying to uh, tap into those uh, companies that are looking for uh, geographic expansion, maybe uh, out of one certain part of the country into others where they, uh, their business is growing and they need to have an additional location, uh, such as uh, Fidelity did, for example. Um, and uh, we'll also get uh, you know, leads will come directly in off of our uh, our website, and uh, a lot of word of mouth uh, that the word gets out that you've got a good business location. Uh, as many times as you can to uh, emphasize that, that's uh, that that spells uh, a lot of success for your community when uh, 
when the positive vibes get uh, get going about your community. So uh, that's something yeah. we'd like to, uh, to expand upon. Great. Dan, what kind of incentive packages do you typically offer? Uh, from uh, the incentive standpoint, we, uh, we we particularly get involved in incentives after we go through a number of uh, iterations with a company to be sure that, uh, that they're uh, looking at the region from a um, all the other necessary ingredients have to come into play. And once they do, then we can get into incentives. Um, but we do what are called um, earned as you go credits, uh, typically. Uh, that's, our, uh, that's our mainstay. Uh, it's called the Kentucky Business Investment. Uh, these are state and local personal income and corporate income tax credits that companies can earn over a 10 year period that if they uh, meet their employment projections, they're able to retain uh, some of those taxes that they would normally expend, uh, or they can get a check written to them at the end of the year from a, a state or a local entity. It, uh, it helps out uh, by providing a, a, a very good relationship between the uh, communities and the uh, company because they, they have to perform. If they don't perform, they don't get the incentive. Um, communities only give up that which they are not already getting. Um, a lot of states are doing this. Uh, Kentucky was one of the first states to put in, uh, in 1988, we put in uh, a similar program uh, that has evolved into what's now called the Kentucky Business Investment Act. And uh, it's, it's the mainstay. There are some other incentives that come into play, job training grants, uh, as well as um, uh, potentially there's some uh, Kentucky career services, some skills network services where some screening, recruiting, and uh, testing of employees uh, can, can be, be, be made very helpful to a company. And uh, there's occasionally other uh, incentives that roll into it, but uh, for the most part, we, uh, we utilize that uh, tax credit program. Um, and then a few last wrap-up questions here. What advice do you have for a young economic developer who is relatively early in his or her career? Well, first of all, uh, you, you, need to, you need to know your community. You need to learn your community. The, the, the product that you're going to be marketing, you're considered the front door a lot of times for your community. So you need to know uh, interesting uh, sideline type of uh, aspects of your community, not so much always factual, and, uh, but you need to be able to develop rapport and relationships with uh, those that you're going to be dealing with. Uh, they're going to be seeing a myriad of facts and data and you need to be able to distill down and find out those items that are very, very uh, important to the company. But then uh, also have a way about it so that you can relate to them. You can, uh, you can give and take with a client and, uh, and be able to develop a rapport with them. Uh, developing those relationships uh, within the community so you can get to know the community. If you're new to the community, uh, you need to ingrain yourself in the community. You need to know what makes uh, the community tick. You need to know what is going to uh, uh, transpire and uh, what the trends are, what, where your community's heading, where it's going, what, what are its aspirations, what do you want to see uh, accomplished in the next five years. Uh, 
what 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 are some of the problems with your community? What uh, what are some of the warts? You can't uh, if you try to uh, espouse your community as being utopia, uh, they're going to see right through you because utopia doesn't exist out there. There are uh, if you got to be forthright with uh, some of the issues that you've got, go ahead and do it. Our community produces a document uh, that measures our success in a number of quality of life and jobs related factors against uh, 11 other communities and we benchmark and we track how well we're doing. Uh, sometimes we're not doing as well as we'd like to and we put those out as being uh, elements that we're working on. Uh, I think that is refreshing for uh, clients to eventually see. We don't show it to them right off the bat, but uh, eventually they see it. They see that it's a community that's trying to uh, strive to get better. And uh, I think that uh, resonates. So uh, that all goes back to knowing your community, both the positives and the negatives. So that, that'd be the initial piece of advice that I'd like to uh, espouse. And then you know, beyond that, uh, developing a mentor relationship with, uh, with a couple of good folks in your community that can help you uh, show you the course, show you the path, and, uh, and help, uh, help get you through some maybe some rocky times that are inevitably going to be out there because uh, we're not going to ever be able to please everybody all the time in the work that we do. Thank you for that. I know that'll be very helpful to a lot of people since you've been in this industry and you've really learned from your what, 30 years at this one organization? and <laughs> Yeah, about 30, and I uh, certainly encourage everyone to uh, you know, get your basic course in economic development and then go ahead and uh, take uh, IEDC's courses as well as uh, University of Oklahoma's courses to get into the uh, certification tracks so that you can become a certified economic developer. It's a uh, element that uh, has really helped me out personally. Uh, I'm now able to grade some of those tests, and I'd like to see uh, some better uh, uh, test uh, answers come across. Because <laughs> we need to be able to have some uh, some uh, qualified individuals in uh, in this industry. <laughs> Great, that sounds wonderful. Um, next question: Are there any economic development resources that you would recommend to the audience? Let me recommend a couple of items and resources. Uh, one, we've—I uh, think I mentioned before—Salesforce is uh, we've taken that and customized it so that it can track our business retention and expansion efforts, but it also tracks uh, our attraction efforts as well with the clients. So we're able to have multiple parties that are working on a deal uh, insert material in there that we can all share and utilize that, and then it gives us a good. Uh, uh, mechanism for tracking all the steps that are necessary with the company as we go through their uh, process of uh, making the decision, announcing, locating, uh, implementing, and uh, follow-up on, uh, for example, incentives. So that uh, that customization has, has been helpful. We are uh, you know now just getting into what uh, Impact Data Source provides to us with the Total Impact Program, and that's uh, something that we're going to be real pleased with uh, to the point of being able to show our company, our communities, here's what uh, you may be uh, getting from a company from a company that locates or expands, and here's what you're going to uh, be giving up, if you will, in terms of incentives, and here's what the net benefit is to you. And uh, that's taken in a lot more than just some of the, uh, the typical 
taxes that are out there, but getting into everything and, and showing the total impact. Great, thank you. And then last question, what is your favorite hobby? Hmm, hobbies? Uh, well, my wife and I, we have seven kids, and uh, our kids are our hobbies, so whatever they're doing, we're probably doing as well, but a lot of them are involved in sports, and uh, so certainly volleyball, racquetball, uh, we, we love uh, the basketball. I love coaching kids, and I've been doing that for a number of years. And uh, so, so if it's got uh, kids involved in it, then I'm involved. Oh, that sounds great. Well, Dan, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us today and share your economic development wisdom with us. I know I found it very, very interesting and very helpful, and I know all of our listeners will find it very helpful as well. Well, sure, Nicole. Appreciate the opportunity provided, and uh, hopefully it will work out well for everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for next month's episode of Economic Development Secrets. Economic Development Secrets is brought to you by Impact Dashboard, the only impact software built for economic developers. 